0: hi Hi. welcome back to the post-mortem yeah we're back
1: with season three episode four yes and this week we've got an important discussion topic this week (laughs) yeah we've set ourselves some challenges
0: yeah so it's going to be a bit different to what we normally do but we thought you'd find it interesting to listen to
1: exactly but before we come on to our topic this week how have you been i've been very good um yeah, I've just been settling into my new place. Yeah. Um,
0: still sort of haven't fully unpacked, but you know, yeah. bits and pieces will be mm-hmm. fine. It t- takes a while to make it into like homey, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, how about your week?
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, I've been, been quite a busy couple of weeks actually. Um, and work's been quite busy, so yeah. Just... What was your... Worst of the week, we'll
0: start off with worst and end with the
1: best. I didn't really have a worst as such, it's just I think I mentioned it last episode about my phone, mm. and then I got the screen replaced. And somehow, even though the screen's been replaced, the phone's still not working 100%. Oh no. It's usable, but I'm just nervous because it's still jumping around randomly. Like on WhatsApp, if I'm in a conversation with somebody, it will scroll up really far in the conversation by itself, mm. and then I'll have to like keep scrolling back down to get to yeah. where I want to read the messages. So I'm a bit like, maybe I should take it back to them and be like, you just replaced the screen, it's still not working. Mm. But I'm starting to think that maybe this is it's just the not... the fault with the phone. Yeah, it's nothing to do Have with you the screen. Have it to Apple? No, but um, Apple won't really... Like, the phone repair shop that I took it to is, like, a pretty legit, like... Mm. It's basically like taking it to Apple. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not... It's a pretty old phone now, so maybe I just... Maybe it's just actually the... You need a new
0: one.
1: Yeah, I just need a new... So, well, make sure you recycle
0: your old one.
1: That's true. That's true. And <laughs> um, what about you? What was your worst of the week? Oh, I haven't actually told
0: you about this because I honestly was been quite de- devastated about it. Oh but gosh. I scratched my car quite <gasps> badly. Oh, oh no. my god! It's totally my fault. Yeah. Luckily, like, didn't involve anyone else, so I wouldn't have to like, mm. you know, go through their insurance or anything. But I was just being an idiot, and I was full of cold, mm. which I still kind of am. Um, a bit cold, like, it's been Mm. over two weeks now, and I've still got this wretched cold, like, I've got the cough, Mm. I feel fine, but it's just this lingering cough, anyway, it was, like, the first or second day that I was just very, very ill, and I didn't see this low, like, low, um, wall type Mm. thing in the parking, um, spot that I was in, Mm. and I turned too quickly, and I scratched the side of it, and honestly, I was devastated, I came home to my dad and I was like in tears I was like I scratched my car <laughs> that was horrible it was horrible mm. couldn't even bear to take a photo of it it's just yeah so my baby has been mm. has been injured
1: <laughs> is it just the scratch on the paint or is it like no it's like a dent as well oh
0: really and I say my baby like I don't have a fan I literally just have a polo yeah but I love that car, it's so good, it's so reliable, and I've just, I've never, ever done something like that,
1: Yeah, and it's just devastating, Um, and I was annoyed. It sounds like it's minor anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't need to, I mean, apart from the cosmetic issue, there's nothing wrong with it, so I'm not going to get it fixed straight away, because (laughs) it's probably
1: going to cost me a lot of money, Yeah. but I will get
0: it fixed eventually. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, just not when it's about to be Christmas and... All yeah, that yeah, stuff. exactly. What about
1: your best of the week? So my best was actually, I recently watched this show on Netflix. There's been like quite a lack of things to watch I recently. Know, and that's probably, you yeah. I mean, it, it's also because, you know, I don't know if you know, but the actors and the writers have all been striking. Oh, striking, yeah. yeah. So it's partly because of that. Um, but there's this new show on Netflix called Bodies. Oh, I've heard, is that like a crime... It's a crime... It's hard to explain what it is. It's like, It's got Stephen Graham in it. Mm. You know, that, like, actor from Liverpool. Yeah. And it's got a few other people. It's a crime story, but it's also, like, a sci-fi. Okay. So I've it's, heard it's supposed to be good. Mm, mm it's like It was... I really enjoyed it. I'm still yeah. curi- I still haven't had the time to, like it's one of those ones that you want to like you research, research after. afterwards it's not a true story but you want to see what people's yeah. explanations are I might give things. that a watch because I've also heard that it's supposed to be good yeah it's so it's basically it's all a bit crazy it's like a crime committed in various like the same crime happens in different points in time mm. and all these like in the 1800s and the 1900s mm. in 2023 and in the future and it's how they're all connected. That's very interesting. Mm. And there's some sci-fi stuff. It's a bit about time travel. Da, da, da. But it's the classic thing where, like, it's really suspenseful for the first... It's eight episodes. It's really suspenseful for the first, like, six episodes because they're just not telling you something. Yeah. And then they eventually have to reveal what the thing is. Yeah. And then it's still good, but you're like, oh, all the excitement. Like, I know what it... Yeah,
0: you know what it is now. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that I actually really enjoyed it and it was quite unusual. It's not, I don't like always watch those kind of shows. Yeah. And I've still got some unanswered questions. So, I definitely want to like go, I need to Google go on like Reddit it and yeah. like read what people are saying about it. But yeah, that was my best thing this week. Mm. What about you? My best of the week is actually something that you've introduced me to. Oh.
0: It is those hazelnut wafer biscuits. Oh my things God, from, from M&S. M&S. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot tell you. I'm, it's disgusting how quickly I finished the packet of those. Like, absolutely disgusting. I'm not even going to admit it. It was horrendous. They yeah. are just
1: amazing. They're so nice. I haven't bought them again they since are you came You
0: over. are so good at finding M&S snacks. Like, the <laughs> elite ones, you know? Yeah. Like, weeding through the, like, mediocre... Yeah. Because let's face it, face it, like, nothing in M&S is bad. No, exactly. But... They have the mediocre ones and then they have the really good ones. So mm. if you're looking for it, we'll put a photo of it really, on the yeah. Instagram as well. But it's the M&S Milk Chocolate Covered Hazelnut Wafer Bites. Yes. Oh, heavenly. So absolutely good. heavenly. And it, it's a
1: big pack as well. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the delicious. Texture. They're so like light. Like, yeah, that's how you can dangerously eat too many of them because yeah. they like melt uh, in mm-hmm. your mouth, basically. Yeah. And
0: yeah. they're so small. You're like, oh, yeah, I could definitely, eat, you know, a couple more. <laughs> Because it's not as sinful, because every time you look at it, it's like so tiny. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a
1: big thing.
0: Yeah. Um, But they are delicious. I would highly recommend those. They are, yeah, they're brilliant.
1: Yeah, after I, I bought them that time when you came over... And then I haven't bought them since because I was like, you can't, they're dangerous. Yeah, they're so dangerous. I was like, I'm only going to buy them. They're good
0: with They're good with coffee. Good with like, you know, anything. Yeah.
1: I was like, I'm only going to buy treat these. If, after like, dinner. People are coming over, and like, I'm just going to put them all out, and they'll get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have it in the house. That'll just disappear. or we'll get them at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're so good. We have. To, we still have to try all the Christmas stuff. I can't wait.
1: Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's good. Nice. Okay, so this week, our theme of our episode is the climate crisis. So we decided to talk about this because there's a few things going on at the moment. It was Climate Change Global Action Week in October, but it's also COP28 in a few weeks, which is the, well, COP means Conference of Parties, and it's the annual UN meeting to discuss climate change and all countries kind of get together together and discuss what we're going to do about climate change interestingly this year it's in Dubai mm. but yeah I mean climate change obviously you know not I think I'm pretty sure everybody knows what's happening but I would say there's definitely signs that things are getting worse oh yeah you?
0: yeah 100%
1: yeah I definitely feel like
0: I've noticed the winters are a lot more milder like mm-hmm. we're in October and I haven't had to put my heating on. But you
1: know that climate change doesn't necessarily mean that, it, 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 like, it means globally the temperature's going yeah. up. But what it means is actually we'll get more extreme variations yeah. of weather. So it well, can in be the summer even we've clo- had. Because we had a lot of snow last winter as well. We did actually. In like yeah. February. Do you remember yeah. there was like a week? And in or the two. summer we've had like extreme heat, heat waves. Yeah. And then like the seasonal like changes are not consistent. Mm. Like we've had weirdly warm weather in October and then. We might have had colder weather in June. Like mm. it basically creates more extreme conditions. Mm. But also, if you think about it, all the like, I think some of the signs it's getting worse is like how many natural disasters, disasters are happening. Are happening. Yeah. yeah, like there's always a big storm, so true. A, like a hurricane yeah. or flooding, the bushfires yes. and fires all through all through like Greece in the summer. Yeah. There was huge fires. And they had to evacuate yeah. islands earthquakes as well like all of the stuff is connected I do feel like it seems like there's just such like if you think about from when we were like kids to now it feels like there's so much more frequency of these natural disasters and I think that's definitely a sign that it's getting worse Worse. I mean I don't think we're like the point of this episode isn't really to like educate people about what climate change is because Mm. we're not experts and also everyone kind of knows what we know exactly but I guess we wanted to think about what are some things that we could do. Yeah. For climate change. So we found an article that was published by some researchers at Imperial College, and it was nine things you can do about climate change. So we decided for this week's episode, we were going to set ourselves a five-day challenge. Oh, gosh, yeah. And we were going to, we made some rules for ourselves, which will go through the article of all the things you can do to help climate change as an individual. Obviously, mm-hmm. on, an, on a bigger scale, you know, governments need to do things. That's what COP is about. Mm-hmm. They need to lobby these big energy companies, all of that. But on an individual level, we wanted to challenge ourselves mm-hmm. and see what we could change. Because there's lots of little little things that you could try and do in your day to day to try and exactly um, yeah be more efficient. I guess eco eco friendly eco friendly exactly. So we're going to go through this list of the nine things you can do to to about climate change, and we'll talk about what we set ourselves as challenges and how we get on. Mm-hmm. So the first one is making your voice heard by those in power. So again, I think that's more on like a, a bigger scale, mm-hmm. writing to your MP, going to like being engaged in politics. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really do that. We could have written to our MPs, but we, we could did have, it. but we didn't. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't. We didn't really fix, do much on, on point one. <laughs> but moving on to number two, <laughs> failed already. <laughs> yeah, <first point. laughs> it's going really well. <laughs> so yeah, So, number two was eat less meat and dairy. So meat particularly red meat is really bad for the environment in a couple of ways like Mm. it's more from the fact that it's the intensive farming of it yeah that contributes and also the fact that cows especially produce a lot of of methane. exactly when they fart (laughs) yeah so studies say that you should have a high fiber plant-based diet is better for your health Mm -hmm. now rhea and i decided because we're gonna stop well try to avoid red meat try and eat a
0: high-fiber plant-based diet and minimise dairy, which was hard. <laughs> I love my dairy. I love my milk. Yeah. I, the The red meat thing, I think, was easier to do because yes. I actually don't eat that much red meat. Me too, yeah. Um, and actually, it just so happens that this week, I had sort of mainly, like, fish and, you mm. know, like, other things. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think I really ate that much red meat at all. So I guess I've passed on that one. But I, would I say that my diet was high fibre? Mm, not yeah. quite sure.
1: Yeah, so I I, I didn't, I th- again, like with the... Well, like ref- majority plant-based at least. With the red meat one, normally I don't really eat that much red meat. But I did have lamb one day because there was some food from the freezer that I defrosted. Yeah. And, and we'll come to this point later, but there was also a point about food waste. So I was like, well... Yeah, I don't technically want to, you've you've met the challenge on that other one yeah Yeah. so so yeah so I do agree it's quite I mean the red meat thing is not really hard for me at all yeah I think interestingly though so another thing I did this week is I went to this talk Mm
0: -hmm.
1: about global and local sustainable food and how to like just a talk basically about what does it mean to have a localized food system Mm -hmm. and versus in in a globalized world And what was interesting is like there's this woman who does lots of research for like agricultural um, sustainability. And she was like, actually in the UK, if we were to try and aim for a completely sustainable food system in the UK, we could do it. But obviously it would really restrict the types of foods that we eat because you couldn't export lots of things. Mm. And that was the other person on the panel was like we live in such a globalized world and like that other person on the panel was like heart she's her family are from Burma, grew up in Bur- borneo and australia mm. and new zealand she was like rice is something i don't think i could ever give up so if we yeah. lived in this like completely self-sustainable place yeah. like what about the joy in food like yeah. what about the fact that and and is it just being more responsible even if you're getting food from abroad but getting it from sustainable farmers there rather than mass-produced mm. stuff But anyway, the first lady made a really interesting point, which I would not thought about, because I thought red meat was the big thing. But she was like, actually, in this country, yes, yes, red meat, too much red meat is bad. But actually, in this country, where the farming standards are quite high, and there's lots of like, things done to make sure the Mm. cows are fed well, the bigger problem here, and it's purely about quantity, is chicken and pork. Is it? Because she was basically saying... It's all about quantity, and already people don't eat as much red meat, and the red meat is like high quality mm. reared. But, be, but the, in this country, people eat a lot of chicken, a lot of chicken, and a lot of, a lot of like pork, like sausages, bacon. Yeah. yeah, and so whilst on the individual scale, a chicken doesn't contribute nearly as much to climate change issues as a cow. A cow we can it's consume just the a lot more quantity, yeah. and so she was like, for the UK to be sustainable in terms of its food systems the whole UK population would have to eat 80% less chicken and pork. Oh, and my like, God. 80%. That's so much. And so I was like, oh, God, I don't I can't imagine. No. I can't imagine them doing that. Um, but, yeah, it's still true, though, that, like, fish and chicken on a smaller scale is less mm. impactful. Because, like, even on this this research we were looking at, it says the carbon footprint of one cheeseburger is equivalent to six times that of a fish and chips. Oh, my God. And nine times that of a falafel and pita. Wow,
0: that's crazy.
1: But, yeah, I did struggle. So, I struggled. So, then when I went to that talk and then she said that, I was like, oh, should I try and avoid, like, chicken too? But, honestly, it's very hard. It's really hard. I did have a lot of tuna this week, though. Yeah. tin tuna. And even that, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not that good. Not that good either,
0: yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean. I feel like, also... I struggle quantity wise with food. Like I have I'd always say I've got big eyes but small stomach. Yeah. And I always feel that if you know, because I have a friend who's vegetarian and Mm. she eats really well Mm. but she has to eat a lot.
1: Yeah. To be able
0: to quantity wise Mm. to be able to get the right, nu- all the right, nu- enough of the right nutrients from everything. Yeah. But because my appetite is so small, I just find that I don't, mm. like, I'm not able to eat as much of just, like, a vegetarian meal that would give me the same amount of nutrition, yeah. like, protein or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is
1: what I sometimes struggle with. Mm. It's also just, like, what you enjoy as well, yeah. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, I do love a bit of chicken and pork and... <laughs>
1: meat and all that. Um, but yeah, did you make any different meals or anything?
0: I wouldn't say different, no. Mm. It was m- roughly similar to what we normally
1: make. Yeah. Uh, because we don't eat much red meat anyway. Mm. But yeah. So that was what we tried to do for that. And I think we kind of we kinda did it, we kind of didn't do it. Mm. Dairy, I, that was the thing I was going to say. Dairy for me is not a big deal. Really? Was, oh yeah. no, it's a big deal for me. I have a like, massive thing of milk every day. I just had... I just had black coffee instead of because I Normal have coffee, coffee and tea, yeah, yeah I had black coffee and then tea was maybe a couple of times I had tea with a little bit For of me, milk. For it's but just that's my it. breakfast.
0: Like I always have oats in the morning with a big thing of milk and I mm. love it. It's like my. Have you ever thing. tried milk alternatives? I've tried oat milk. That's the only one that I, is like okay. I
1: don't really like the soy milk or anything like that because I think I like I can't. I don't really like any of those milks in my coffee or tea. But I think for something like porridge, you could just use oat milk and, or, like, because mm. it's a different thing and you're yeah. adding, you're not eating it plain. I could have done that, but, but it's kind of hard. And you're not eating it plain, right? You're putting something on it you're just eating plain oats. I love plain oats, yeah. Just with milk?
0: Yeah.
1: And no honey, no... Oh, well, yeah, I'll put honey Yeah, it. exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So but I don't put, put,
0: like, I don't often put fruit. Sometimes like, I used to have banana. Yeah. But I've been rushing a bit, so I yeah, haven't yeah. really had time.
1: Okay, so number three is cut back on flying. I mean, neither of us flew. Neither of us flew. (laughs) But did you know um, an economy seat is three times less carbon footprint than a business class seat? Really? Mm. How? I guess because you take up extra space on the plane. Oh, yes, of course. And you get more, like, there's more money spent on service and. Like, things on the plane, yeah.
0: Oh, that's so true. But the um, <clears throat> other thing that was is related to, I guess, the no flying is trying to get food with low food miles. Mm. So that's one of the things that we tried to incorporate. So, yeah, buying locally. So uh, how local did you get on juice. with that? Quite, not too bad, actually, mm. because I have, a like, a green grocer, like, a local green grocer opposite yeah. my work and another one near my house. Mm. So... I didn't really find that to be much of an issue. And it's good as well for plastic, too, because yes, they often have paper bags, or
1: I usually don't take a bag and I just put it in my like canvas. But in the green ghosts, is it very clear where the veg and fruit has been grown?
0: Uh, I think, yeah, I think ours have a little Mm. thing where it's from, Mm. because the one that's opposite my work says it's all locally grown anyway. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, most of it, not all, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, I found that that was okay, like, I was shopping in M&S mainly, but... It was hard in terms of fruit because I am like allergic to quite a few British fruits Mm. like plums and apples and things. So I tend to buy in in the season at the moment. Yeah. So I mean, I can eat them if they're cooked, but I tend to buy for like everyday fruit more tropical fruits like Mm. pineapple, melon, Mm. and all of that. And so that was like obviously that's not grown locally, Mm. and so it's flown in. Um, But yeah, otherwise, I think it was okay in terms of shopping. Yeah shopping for food number four leave the car at home
0: yeah i failed like (laughs) because i i have to use my car for work yeah there is literally no way i'd be able to get into work otherwise without it taking like 10 hours yeah so that was a bit of a fail i guess but what i did do Mm. was try and make sure that i mapped my route to work Mm. and on google maps they actually have like a little green leaf next to some of the roots, which oh. is like a more eco so yeah. I always tried to make sure that if I was getting in my car I'd be driving the more like fuel efficient or green greener. And what roots. type
1: of car do you have?
0: I've got a quite a fuel efficient car as well. Yeah. It's an eco one so it also has the start stop. Mm. So it never it's never on idle. Like if I've got the handbrake up yeah. or or when it's basically not in gear, the engine switches off and then starts again. Yeah. So and It's a very good, yeah, good fuel-efficient car, my little Mm. Polo, which I love. Um, So that is also a good way. And then the other things that we talked about was making sure your tires of your car are pumped up so that it's more efficient. Yeah. Um, Checking the oxygen sensor is working properly. Like... I didn't, when I looked that up, I didn't really know how to do it. I think only a mechanic can do it. I don't Mm-mm. know. But I'm presuming it's working because my car only went in for a service not that long ago. So
1: Yeah, because apparently this oxygen sensor thing is if you if it's working properly, it can af- improve your mileage and efficiency by up to 3 and 40% respectively. Mm. Interesting. But the other thing I guess what you could do is when you eventually say goodbye to your polo, you could also opt for a different type of car. Yes,
0: I was actually thinking me and my dad were talking about it, actually, mm. perhaps getting, like, a hybrid or, like, a fully electric one. Yeah. Um, which might be quite good. Exactly. And, actually, near my new house, we mm. have got, I've got literally electric charging points. Yeah. Round the corner. There are charging points everywhere now. Yeah.
1: I think it's quite, like, set up to, to be used like that. Well,
0: yes and no. I think mm. they are and they aren't, because mm. I remember my aunt and uncle have an electric car mm-hmm. and they struggled to find one for ages yeah they? when they were yeah, traveling yeah. back to their where they live in Manchester that's true um but, but has, I don't I know think... whether it's because it was late at night they were traveling back
1: yeah but I th- also think that it was because they um I think it was like Christmas oh uh, yeah. right it also, Busy time. I, th- I think it was something specifically about their car like it wasn't not all. Electric oh, it wouldn't car go, Be able to go, yeah. to, a, a specific, had to go to a specific. Had to go to specific. Yeah, I think it was something like that.
0: Uh, but, but yes, yeah.
1: definitely, I am considering that in the future. So for me, with that one, it was pretty straightforward. I take public transport everywhere, and I walk a lot. So mm. I did. It's easier really to do in London, really. isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. So, but where I didn't need my car, I did use public transport. There you go. Or walked. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so that one was fairly easy for me. Because that's what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then number <coughs> five. Repeat that bit again. Okay, so then number five is reduce your energy use and bills. Mm. So this this is, is quite a good one, I think. Yeah, I haven't turned the heating on. No, neither have I. Even though it has gone a bit colder. Yeah. I just I I but I'm like that. Not in a like if someone comes over to my house and they are feeling cold, I will put it on mm. for them. But personally, if I'm home by myself or you know, it's just it's. Normal times, mm. I will rather just put another layer on and socks and cozy up mm. under a blanket. Definitely, there are like it, for me, it's like the time to switch the heating on is when I need to do something and I'm like a- avoiding doing it because of the house being mm. cold. Then I'll be like, okay, look, yeah, you, you can't just hibernate, yeah, you have to like put the heating on and yeah. get on with it. I
0: feel like the weather it has. It was cold for, like, a couple of days, and then it kind of went mild again. Mm. So I feel like that has also been quite useful in not turning it on. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I also haven't put the heating on, really. Um... And then the other things that we said that we do is only fill the kettle with as much water as you need rather than filling it to the top just for one cup of tea. Yes, I do that. I actually do that already because... I um, have never done it because I don't really use the kettle. So that was very easy for me. I don't drink tea, I don't drink coffee. So easy peasy. And Um, What else? We said washing your clothes at 30 degrees. Again, such an easy like fix. I've always put my washing on the eco setting. Yeah.
1: Um so it's a slightly shorter cycle and it's at a cooler And even my dishwasher I put on eco eco. setting most of the time. Unless it's like unless it's been like one of those weeks where I've taken ages to fill it and I'm worried that some of the older things are a bit more difficult because the stuff's dried on a bit more than I might not. But usually yeah.
0: Um and then the other things that we'd said was to obviously turn off the lights when you're not in a room again, easy things like that and getting a smart meter. But I think the thing that we both struggled with Mm. was the showers. So we, what did we, we read that we were trying to keep our showers down to four minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. We both also have a lot of hair, like thick, long (laughs) hair. I that, when we were doing the challenge, like Mm. I basically purposefully did not wash my hair very much because
1: I I know I can't wash it in four minutes. Yeah, I, I I think four minutes was just about okay for just a body shower. Yeah. Um, but yeah, washing hair, I could. That was do really it. hard.
0: I also realised that I also do a lot of other things in the shower, mm. so I'll wash my face mm. in while I'm in the shower, or I also like to clean my shower while I'm in the shower. I don't mm. know if that's weird or not, but so I had to kind of like modify, yeah, that and do it at a separate time rather than doing it while I was in there. But mm. my little slight, cheeky, naughty <laughs> workaround yeah. for the timing yeah. was actually just to switch the shower off while I'm like lathering up the shampoo in my hair Yeah, yeah and then yeah. turn it back on for a few, like for a minute just to like wash it all out and then turn it back off. And I actually mm. used to do that all the time. Mm. Um, and I stopped because I really enjoy a hot shower at the end yeah, of the day. So yeah, it was like yeah. my little luxury. Yeah. Um, but Yeah.
1: But I think at the end of the day, now that I've experienced having a four minute shower, timing it, maybe my showers won't always be four minutes. But I now I'm aware of like how quick it can be. Yeah. So like.
0: Not to waste time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and definitely. to like know
1: that you can do it in four minutes. So maybe I actually with wash, washing my hair as well, it might be like six minutes. But if I had never really challenged myself to do it, probably it was like 10, yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Even definitely. sometimes when you just want to stand in the hot water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm definitely one of those people. Um, And then, yeah, apparently it's more energy efficient in terms of, it sort of makes sense in terms of cooking. I didn't really think about this that much, but putting a lid on a pan when you're cooking or using a slow cooker or an air fryer or a microwave Mm -hmm. as opposed to the oven or a barbecue. Everybody
0: loves their air fryer nowadays. I know.
1: Who's not obsessed with air Mm fryers. I don't have an air fryer. I do use the oven quite a bit because, like, when I come home from work, I don't really want to, like, a lot of the time my recipes for dinner is, like, some salmon and some veg mm-hmm. and stuff, and you put it all in, and just put it in the oven. Yeah, and like and a one pa- like tray. tray. Yeah, and it's just easy. Yeah. You don't have to be stood in there. I mean,
0: I have. Well, I don't. I don't personally have an air fryer, but my uh, my dad does, mm. and we don't use it as often as we probably could like people sometimes like cook like whole meals in there yeah we don't really do that
1: I feel like you see it all sorts of really weird things I know on TikTok. like have yeah. you seen people doing like a full lasagna in there yeah and like it's weird watery things as well yeah like, filling it up with like yeah liquids. I've not done that
0: but we mainly use it to like heat up stuff mm. like leftover things and um, particularly stuff that needs like To be nice and crispy. Yeah. But, yeah, so we could use it a bit more often. And to be fair, I think my dad is using it now a little bit more often than the oven.
1: Mm. But, yeah. And also, like, this is another point. I mean, I didn't have to do it this week because I've already done it ages ago. But the using LED light bulbs... Mm, Yeah, all of ours are. Yeah, makes such a difference. Yeah. The smart meter thing is really funny because I have... My energy company is always sending me emails about the smart meter. And then every time I go on the thing and call them... And it's happened twice now in the last two years where I've been like, yeah, I'm happy for a smart meter. There's a questionnaire on the website and they're like, where do you live? Da, 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 and I put in where they live and they're like, is there available on street parking? And I, like, as in, do I have my own mm. car parking space? And I don't where I live right now. And I said, no. And, and then, then they just never find an available person. Oh. And so then one time they were like, would you like to arrange a call? And they called me and the guy was basically like, where do you live? And I said, and, and I, I live quite central so it's like within congestion and ULEs. Yeah. I mean, everything's ULEs now, but even the old ULEs. Mm. And he was like, "Oh, so do you have on street parking?" And I was like, "Look, there is street parking available, like pay and display, mm. but it's not my own thing. Yeah. So you would have. I don't have a a, a residence parking permit. Yeah. So you just have to come and pay for the parking. Yeah. But if someone's willing, like, but I'm happy to come and fit the smart meter. Yeah. And then he was basically like, "Oh." It's going to be very difficult to find anyone. Then I'll try and get back to you, and then no one ever got back to me. Really? Yeah. And so it's like I'm happy like to have yeah. the smart meter, but they need to sort their stuff out on their own. I've end got and um, come and... a smart meter in my new place, and I've mm. never had one before. Mm. Um
0: I think they when I was at home, they contacted my parents, being like, "Do you want a smart meter?" And I think my dad said no mm. because also, which is now coming to light since the burglary mm. so that that dreadful day. Yeah um apparently like people are also using it to see when the house is empty because obviously your usage is a lot lower mm. when you're not there. Yeah. And there's like talk about people like hacking it or
1: whatever. Mm, I don't know. If, can you, can you I don't that? know yeah. hack it or
0: even seeing it, right? Cuz some people just have it on the counter yeah. and you can see it from outside and see that you've spent 3 pounds instead of 10 or whatever, you yeah, know. So yeah, yeah. It's another way. So that's why I think my dad never really had it. But I do have one now. Mm. Um,
1: I do feel like I'm watching it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it is a good thing. But yeah, I don't have one yet. Number six is respecting and protecting green spaces. We didn't really have anything on us specifically to do with this, did we? But no. I mean, I do support all these things. Like yeah. having, I think, that's, to be honest with you, one of the things I, I have really... a lot of
0: plants. I have a lot of house plants and now I have a garden I'm definitely going to do like Mm. small little potted plants and things like that outside
1: yeah you should I mean you can also look at like which plants are best to plant Mm. for like providing a habitat for wildlife
0: Mm. yeah I could get
1: those little um, like wildflower seeds Mm. that'd be nice but um, I think this is one of the things I really like about London there's like Green space is really protected. Mm. As a city, there's so much Mm. green space, parks. It's really, really good and important. So, yeah, we didn't do anything for that in our challenge, but we couldn't. Mm. But I did rate it. Then next one is banking and investing your money responsibly. This is actually a really interesting one because it's probably quite a powerful one in terms of, obviously, banks and big corporations invest in fossil fuel companies and things like that. And so it's about investing your money in an ethical way yeah and, and wisely not supporting them so there is a there is a an organization called make my money matter and you can go on their website and they will tell you like which banks are or which, where to invest mm. in terms of in the way that's like ethically good for mm-hmm. the environment but, that's yeah.
0: very interesting
1: I've not thought about that yeah, well, because, I mean, that's how all these organisations survive, isn't mm-hmm. it? And, yes, yeah, so you can basically look up your bank and see what is your bank financing. hmm I might do that later. Yeah, exactly. So then the next one was cut consumption and waste, mm, number eight. That's a
0: good one. So we were trying to, in our challenges, avoid single-use plastic and basically use things that are recycled, mm-hmm. no fast fashion, and, yeah, recycling more, not only just sort of, with the goods that you buy, but also with other things, you know, like clothes and yeah, um, other, other things that you can also recycle.
1: Yeah, so I think the single-use stuff, it was actually quite hard, mm. I think, because even my, like, in the morning I get a coffee, it's always in a, I mean, it is a recyclable cup, but it's still... Even that stuff is not that good. And I do have a reusable cup, but it's, like, annoying. Like, I don't know what it is about the reusable cup. Like, it's not the right size. It doesn't really, Mm. like, I don't know. And then also you end up carrying around this reusable cup all day. Mm. Uh, I could have done that. But otherwise, even it's just, like, imagine if you have to buy lunch quickly.
0: I had to do that a few times because it was just a bit, you know, awkward to Mm. bring or whatever, or I didn't have enough food and Mm. didn't have time or whatever. So you just end up running to the shop and get a little meal deal and
1: half of that stuff you
0: can't recycle. I know. Um, And actually, like, there's so much that isn't recyclable but also can affect the recycling on your street. Because I heard something that, like, if the majority of your street doesn't recycle properly, Mm. then... Things don't actually end up getting recycled. Exactly. So even when you recycle, like for example, your milk bottles, mm. if you need to rinse them out yeah. and dry them. Yeah. And like, if the if the majority of them aren't doing that, then it's not going to get recycled. Waste the time. Yeah. So I always make sure that I do that anyway. Yeah. But, you know, little things like that is also um, quite has been quite difficult. So yeah, I found the single use plastic thing quite hard because just Easy. so much packaging, you know, with everything. Mm. But
1: but it's uh, but I didn't shop in any fast fashion. Yeah. Neither did I. And we were doing general recycling anyway, weren't we? Yeah. And also, generally, I don't really shop in fast fashion shops mm. anyway. Um, then the other thing is like food waste. Mm. So by planning your meals and like storing leftovers. And I think we're both quite good at that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were really raised ever... to be good at that, yeah. I feel. Like our parents are quite, you don't waste food. No. And if you're not going to eat it, you freeze it. And yeah. if you And you take it out and you eat it later. Mm. And I think that's one thing that's actually really interesting, isn't it? Like the whole use by thing. I remember like when I, I guess when I met more people when I went to university and stuff, like some people like, they're like, I don't eat leftovers in the fridge that have been there more than two days. Yeah. Oh no. I'm, like, I'm thinking I eat it a whole week later. <laughs> like I give it a little
0: sniff test. <laughs> if there's nothing visible growing and it smells fine, I'm yeah. usually going to be eating and, like, it.
1: like my mum, that's how my mum was. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it's not, but like she, they bake? I mean, I don't know whether it's like the style of things they cook, because some things keep better than others, mm. definitely. But like, I honestly was like, so surprised when i learned that yeah. about people I was because like, also people have this thing about rice
0: right mm. people don't reheat rice guys we've been doing it for years <laughs> yeah we have not died exactly. we are fine you, you can just reheat need to make rice sure it's
1: really hot yes. when you heat it yeah up. you
0: just heat it up properly but even then like sometimes i don't heat it up like mm-hmm. necessarily proper and i'm fine exactly. i've not had any issues i know and it's it is bizarre like i've spoken to loads of people that don't like Re- won't reheat food after like two or three days yeah that's just bizarre to me because I used to cook at the weekend
1: and i'll be eating that same stuff mm. all week yeah until it was finished as long as you don't mess around with it like you know not constantly and my mum my mum's tricks for it would be like even when she'd like make a lot of curry or something is in the fridge, and we're mm. having it a few days later, she'd always be like, "Take from one side." Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, you just gotta be sensible yeah, about just take it. Take from one. Like, don't mix it all yeah. up and get and your spoon in and out there. And also
0: making sure that the food is fully cooled before you put it in the fridge. Yeah, I think so. Like, I've seen so many people just like bung a lid on it and then chuck it in. Like, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. good etiquette with that... like food fridge
1: you uh, safety. Know. Yeah, yeah. I think with certain things it's really important. With certain things it doesn't actually matter. Mm. It's just about it being sat out at room temperature for too yeah. long. So exactly,
0: you need... yeah. So take it out, take what you need, and put it back straight away. Yeah, and, yeah. and
1: heat it up properly. properly. So, like, mum, when she's heating up stuff, will be like, if it's like for us to all share, it'll be a bowl or a dish. And yeah. She'll put it all in she'll micro microwave for like three minutes. Take it out, mix it, and then again. microwave it again. Yeah, and like yeah. until it's piping, piping hot. But yeah, I don't understand why people yeah. just don't. It's odd. It really surprised me. But yeah, so I I think we're quite good with that. Mm -hmm. Definitely try and, like, use leftovers.
0: And then the last
1: one. Is talking about the changes that you make. Conversations Mm. are a great way to spread big ideas. So I guess that's the whole point of this episode. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're telling you. Is there anything from the challenge that you'll carry on doing?
0: I definitely think I'm going to try more to use less plastic and obviously Mm. just be more efficient with my recycling yeah um and I think I would yeah definitely consider also just buying from like green grocers like local sources because it was nice and actually the interaction that I had even just the experience Mm. of it like the guy that works in the shop is like so nice yeah you have a little chat with him and yeah so definitely I'm gonna try and cut down my showers yeah wear extra layers do all of that stuff as well yeah it definitely will incorporate some
1: more I think it definitely mindful about it more yeah it's about
0: being more mindful about it and more intentional with what you're doing yeah um and I think that's definitely a good good thing to carry forward but we hope that we've provoked you to think a little bit more about
1: all of these things things you can do yeah to save the planet sometimes with all these things it feels like there's such big issues and you're so helpless yeah like what can you actually do but there are things you can do yeah
0: small things as well I think I'll take forward some of these things yeah Yeah. I mean the challenges some of the challenges were hard and I wouldn't say that we were completely successful (laughs) in all of them (laughs) but uh, I think it's definitely worth keeping in mind and trying to incorporate as much as you can into your
1: usual routine yeah exactly we're gonna be doing our unqualified advice section it's again a you be the judge we missed it out last time but we're back (laughs) <laughs> so this week's you be the judge my mum does my brother's laundry Sh- should she do mine too mm. interesting
0: I live at home with my mum Min and my older brother Alan. growing up I was told that once I turned 21 and got a job I would have to do my own housework and start contributing to household bills recently I moved back from home after university and got a job in finance and I was happy to agree to it as my mum is a single parent and it makes me proud to help her out with the rent. There's just one issue I find unfair. Sometimes I don't have time to do my laundry and ironing, so I'd love it if my mum did it when she had the chance. She still does Aylan's laundry. He's 26 and also works in finance. He pays more in bills to our mum, but I don't think that's why she does it. Mum often says, it's time for you to grow up, you also have more time on your hands. With Aylan, she's like, oh boys need extra help and he works so hard. It's true that he works longer hours in the office, but I still think he gets an easier ride. We are a British-Chinese family, and I think Chinese culture really favours men at some times. When I say to Alan, it's not fair, he just laughs and says, Life's not fair, Amy. Gosh, haven't we all heard that before? Oh, God. I think that mum is really easy on Alan while being quite hard on me because I'm a woman. She says I need to learn skills in preparation for keeping my own home one day. But who said I want to be someone's wife? I've just graduated and I want to con- concentrate on my career. Also, housework is something that both men and women should learn. I brought this up with her and she will occasionally add my clothes to the laundry load, but she never irons them. Again, I wouldn't mind, but she always irons my brother's shirts. Growing up, I always noticed that Alan got away with more stuff than me. As soon as I turned 10, I was expected to help out with cooking and cleaning but I never saw him doing much of that. I think mum approaches housework in a very gendered fashion. Now I've moved back, I can see it more clearly. She needs to treat us equally now we're all under one roof again, otherwise it's going to cause issues.
1: I'm going to read the mum Min's point of view. Mm -hmm. No mother dreams of doing housework for their children when they reach their 20s. savage first line as well yeah I encourage both Amy and Aylin to do their share Amy returned from university and now has all these radical ideas she thinks that I treat her differently from Aylin and that that's really not the case Aylin and I have been living together since he graduated from university four years ago we've got into a rhythm of doing things while Amy's been away Aylin works very hard and earns quite a lot so he contributes generously to the bills and food in return I make time for his washing and ironing I want him looking smart so he keeps his job. I'm proud of both my children, but Amy just entered the world of work and she is not yet in a high-powered role. She has plenty of time to do her own chores as she works fewer hours than Aylan. I say, if you're under the same stress as Aylan, I would do your washing too. It's a practical decision, not a gendered one. Ideally, I'd like to be doing zero housework for my children. I'm retired and I'm in my mid-60s, so I'd rather be relaxing, but I help out when I can. When the kids were small, their father walked out on us. We had to divvy up the chores so we could get by as a family. Aylin did some of the more masculine jobs like taking the bins out, building furniture and helping me with the car. I have always asked Amy to contribute with the cooking and the cleaning. She's quite good at it. She makes dinner for us sometimes and it's always really tasty. But she also becomes irritated with me when I compliment her homemaking skills. I don't think it's sexist to praise women for doing a good job in the kitchen. Men and women... Are good at different things. That's totally fine. Whenever Aunt Amy starts nitpicking about my behaviour towards her and Ailen, I always think that time could be better spent organizing her own life. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god, Savage. I'm happy that my kids still live at home, but if they don't like how things are working, they are free to move out. It sometimes feels like we've gone backwards and they are acting like school kids. Wow. Oh god. Okay.
0: I think. This is unsurprising because I feel like we've sp- I feel like we've spoken about this before, haven't we? Like, yeah. getting different
1: treatment as men as oh, like yeah, girls course. and especially, boys, especially, especially siblings. In, I think it's not even just an Asian culture. Like, I think they're obviously a Chinese British family. I can, can see how culturally it happens in that culture. It happens yeah. in our Asian culture, yeah, definitely. But I've even seen it happen in English culture yeah. too. I think it's just sort. So it depends on how people are. Mm. I think yeah people there are these sort of gendered house roles aren't they mm. like even my parents like my dad does more of the like fixing the drains or yeah outside stuff. A blue job
0: and a pink job
1: or whatever yeah. they call it yeah <laughs> but uh, this is a tricky situation I I don't know what to say because I feel like I agree with Amy I do yeah but then I also can see how like oh, you're not really going to change your mum's mind. No. It's like, it's kind of a waste of time.
0: Yeah, you're fighting a losing battle, I'm afraid. I feel like we've all been there. (laughs) We've all just resigned and accepted defeat and just know that when you have your own children, you should do, try and do things better.
1: Yeah. So, and that's the thing. I think it's also this thing of like, well, rather than being like an adult living with your mum, moaning about your mum not doing your laundry, like just take control of your own life. Yeah. If you don't like that, like move out or... Because how can you really be like, oh... Like, can you do my... Lo-? Yeah, yeah. A, it is
0: a bit much. Like, I agree. I don't think she should be doing it for one and not the other. But at the same time, it's like, she shouldn't really be doing it for either of them. Like, exactly. they're both grown adults. Like, they should be able to find time to do it. And yeah, okay, like, he contributes more for the bills or whatever. But he's also earning more. That's probably why... Yeah, like it's I can been working see how for I can see
1: how the mum. It definitely seems like she does favor her son. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent, without a doubt. And then there's a whole thing about favoring, like in a lot of cultures, favoring boys, boys and over girls. girls. Yeah. So there's probably that element to it, even if she doesn't realize it, mm. and maybe she it's like an unconscious thing for the mum. But her her argument is very much like he's working quite an intense job and he works long hours, and so i'm just helping him out whereas mm-hmm. like amy's just started working i kind of get that yeah. in a way if if amy's like working from home all the time and like not that busy mm. maybe she just because you're going to have to find time for it if you weren't living at home exactly. like if you were on your own both of them would have to find time for it anyway but then i can also feel i feel for amy cuz i can i feel like i understand how she sees it as on yeah definitely it is a bit unfair it is Ugh,
0: yeah. I don't know it's a tricky one that one but I think generally I'm probably on the side of Amy
1: yeah I think
0: yeah mm.
1: but then actually are you because she's actually asking her mum to do the laundry and I don't think her. Mom well no be doing... I think she should do it herself but I don't think her mum should be favoring she should just do it and then she should be allowed to like make fun of the fact that his her brother isn't doing it himself yeah. but I guess that doesn't really achieve anything for her in the end. She's still having to do it. Exactly. And her mum does say some problematic things like, oh, boys need extra help. And she also says that thing where she's like, men and women are good at different things. That's totally fine. Like, I don't believe that. I, I think... don't think there's a thing about being good at laundry. Like,
0: you just yeah, chuck it in the washing machine. Because of machine. your gender. Yeah, yeah. you
1: take chuck it in the washing machine and you take it out. There's, like, no... And I think Amy is probably right that her mum is thinking about oh well you're going to get married and you're going to have to do this for your family mm. interestingly that she's a single parent yeah and i wonder as well like if that has an impact on her relationship with her son in terms of being very close to him mm. and like his masculine seeing him presence. as that. yeah exactly yeah oh mm. i don't know amy just move out it's the easiest way <laughs> okay so we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode
0: we hope we've encouraged you to think about little changes that you can make in your daily life to be more eco friendly and help avert the climate crisis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we will we will try ourselves to keep those changes going. Exactly. As we'll yeah. let you know if we keep them up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the end of the episode. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the next one. In the meantime, if you're enjoying listening, please like uh, and follow us on Instagram and share us with your friends. Bye.